Greetings and salutations. I'm Richard White, and welcome to the People You Meet podcast. For episode six, we meet J.O. Malone, a young creative who's making his presence felt as a visual producer. I first met him when he was a freshman at Prairie VNM University, and life has taken him on a journey he didn't even know was possible. So my first question, who is J.O. Malone? J.O. Malone is a, a husband and a father and a, a creator. I like to create things from uh, nothing, from the ground up. Just like, you know, you playing Madden and you want to create that dynasty season, you need to know I find that in, um, you know, what things that I'm passionate about. You know, at the time. <laughs> yes, sir. Like most college freshmen, he started school with a completely different major than what he got his degree in, and it worked out. But for him, it all started with a suggestion. I think I think everything's connected. You know, uh, my foundation um, through sports. You know, that's where I got my foundation was through sports, um, work ethic, and uh, my discipline when it comes to think things that I want to be great in. Um, and so, I mean. I was a business major when you met me. I came in freshman year, business major, and uh, trying to play ball. Things didn't work out. Um, so we went from there to uh, changing my major to mass communications. And so I didn't know anything. And uh, actually, Professor Bob Benson, who uh, actually has uh, brain going through brain cancer right now, uh, he's the one who I got into his, uh, his class, and he's the one who told me, uh, go join the newspaper. Because I went in there, I was like, man, what, what can I do to get to the next level in this, in this field, in my career? And I didn't have a career at the time, but that was my, that was my words that I used with him. He's like, man, uh, go join the newspaper. So what I did, I went, ran, uh, got on the newspaper, working under Lionel Mosby, and um, I wrote every week. Until, and then, you know, God just seen, saw it fit that Lionel was graduating in December. And... Uh, I got into that job and stayed there for like two and a half years, and that opened up the doors to uh, video production, to filmmaking, uh, creating a gold members club, like just so many different things. Me being in that, that position, that creative position, just to write sports uh, and, and having a platform to, to create is what uh, kind of balled into what we're doing today. Just as J.O. began to find his stride as a sports editor for the campus newspaper, he was hit with some important breaking news. His girlfriend was pregnant. I was in college for a lot longer than other people. It took me five and a half to get out. And so it wasn't until my, I would say, my second senior year that I, then I was a, a father. Uh, and, um, and really, you know, my wife, she uh, would say that her pregnancy wasn't a happy one because when she got pregnant, I was like, okay, now it's time for me to let people know what I do before I get tied up into a nine to five. And so what I did when my wife got pregnant, I wrote a script uh, for a web series called My HBCU Story. And so I got this script ready, had a casting call. I was on one man band, got my camera, got my mic, and I had about 20 actors on the hill and um, just wanted to shoot it and put something out so people knew like, hey, I'm a film director, I'm a film producer, this is what I do. Uh, and put that out dear, while my wife was pregnant. <laughs> so, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, right? So I got this girl, got this belly out here on the side, and I'm shooting this stuff and just trying to prepare myself for my future. Um, and so graduated the next semester, man. And uh, for me, it's just like, okay, this is the next 
step. I didn't tell my mom that my wife was pregnant for uh, six months. She was six months pregnant before I told my mom because I wanted to make sure me as a man could take care of everything without any assistance. Uh, my mom didn't have to change any diapers or anything like that. Like me and my wife, we took care of everything. Uh, everything was on us. We didn't want to put any extra pressure on other people for our decisions, you know? So, uh, and that's just how we do everything now, man. So, uh, it, w it wasn't a hurdle at all. It was just something that we went through made us stronger. They had a son. He's four years old now and has his father's name. J.O. sees it as extra motivation instead of a hurdle. But during that time, the tougher things got, the more clear things became. So when I left home to go to college, I left by myself. When I came back, I came back with a whole family. And so uh, with that, uh, within 30 days, I was kicked out of my mother's house after graduation. So my first check that I had um, from a job that I finally got, you know, because it's like we try to like rush everything. Everything, well, you graduate, you get a job, you know, everything's great. You know, and so those 30 days of not having a job out of college, it was just like, it was a lot of pressure on me, especially in my household, you know. So I finally got a job. My first check, I had to get a apartment, put a deposit on a department in, uh, <laughs> on the south side of Houston, or southwest side of Houston, right behind what used to be called V-Live. You know what I'm saying? So I had, to, I had to do that just to, you know, support my family. And so I worked at a camera store for a minute, got hired out of there. Uh, then worked at a, a mortgage company right across from the Galleria uh, and, uh, you know, and got fired from that job. And that, so I had only been in a work field for probably about six months at that point. And so I was like, okay, cool. But I was already, when I was at that mortgage job, I was already like skipping work to go shoot music videos for uh, Scarface. I wasn't shooting it. I was just like a grip on the set. And in different projects like that, I would I would be at casting calls, whether, whether I was shooting them or I was trying to act in them. You know, I was just trying to find a way. And so I knew, like, this is not where I was supposed to be. And so when I got fired from that mortgage company um, or let go because I was a contractor, um, I said, okay, cool, time for me to do my thing. And so for the next <laughs> couple of years, I was an entrepreneur, uh, you know, continue my what I was doing I had a YouTube partnership in college and so that was making some money so I just continued grabbing that fan base that I that I created at Prairie View and turned that into a legitimate business as an adult now and and just rode that way went from video production to film production and changed my title from film director to film producer and started just elevating the people around me and so yeah man I just motivation man things in life happen it'll be hard You'll be staying in a, uh, you know, apartment com roach infested com apartment complex with, you know, with all kinds of people around you, not being safe, you know, uh, and uh, you just got to figure it out. You got to, you know, and me and my wife, you know, she keeps me rooted. So uh, everything else doesn't matter as long as she's happy and she's good and she, she, she's good. I, she allows me to go do my thing. So, you know, you got to have a good team with you. Whether you call it a partner, co-pilot, spouse, etc., he knew there was only one move to make. I, when I first saw her, you know, I knew she was the prototype. You know what I'm saying? I said, like, okay, in my mind, I'm a, I'm a dreamer. And as I, I, you know, I visualize everything before they happen anyway. So even when I achieve certain things, it's like I don't really get too excited. It's like, okay, cool. Like, deja vu. That came true. You know, I knew that would happen. Um, so, like... I knew when I first put, laid eyes on her, I knew that she had 
the prototype, the potential to be my wife. Now we have to a lot of work that we got we have to do to get to that point. Uh, so you know, I think it's just a, a mindset. You know, I never even like baby mama. It don't even sound right really coming out of my, my mouth because I only really use that type of terminology. You know, uh, she's a, she's a mother of my child and, and, and she's my wife, and I always looked at her like that, even without the ring, uh, without the paperwork. And the paperwork, honestly, is is for everyone else. It's uh, for the world to uh, respect a union on paper. And um, because when we got married, it's like, oh, you know, we've been together for six, six years already. This is just for everyone else to uh, respect what we're doing and the, the worldly view that we have here in America. <laughs> it doesn't ever get easier, but it does get more manageable. That's one of the many things J.O. has learned along the way. Every step of the way, like, it's, it's, uh, it's a new challenge. Uh, whether it be uh, financially, I think financially is the biggest thing, man. You're always going to run into that, uh, and so you got to learn how to deal with deal with debt, and know how to work in it, you know, and and to be able to, to set certain things up to work to work yourself out of it. You know, you can't stress yourself out because you got a little debt. You got to figure out, okay, Donald Trump has millions and millions of dollars in debt. You know what I'm saying? But you have to you have to gauge your mind to to be able to work through that and work in it and make it work for you as well you know and so that's one big thing that people are scared of and scared to take leaps and stuff because of those things but as long you know you got to make sure that your bills are paid on time you know you got to make sure you don't have any late fees and all this stuff and all the stuff I had to, to learn from you don't need any extra things hanging you down and dragging you down especially when you're trying to achieve this this dream or this passion because if you have these extra things, whether it be uh, a baby mama or late bills and you can't pay your car note and the light's not on, then everybody around you is going to say, well, you need to take care of this first before you try to do all the extra stuff, you know? So I try to make sure that my foundation is good and set, all the bills are paid automatically, and I got to just make sure that money's in that account, you know? Uh, so. I mean, and, and, that, and that just helps just helps everybody else out because the biggest battle that you'll have is um, <laughs> family and friends who are in a certain mindset uh, of how everybody's been doing stuff for so long. But when you have a mindset that you want to be a multi-millionaire and you want to make a real impact in people's lives, even if they don't even know it, you have to think differently and you have to go about things different ways. I couldn't, I couldn't work at a TV news station where I where I was, and be able to make as big as an impact as I as I'm doing now, and as I will do, you know. And so you just gotta take a leap sometimes, man, and believe in yourself, and really just take care of your loved ones. Make sure they have what they need, but make sure they know, hey, this is what I gotta do for me. One of his most recent leaps has been creating the National Black Film Festival. It brings together creators, directors, producers, actors, and screenings from across the world. The festival is in its second year, and its purpose is to pass down information to the people who want and need it most. With the National Black Film Festival that's happening uh, May 2nd through the 5th, um, you know, that, this is huge. It's a huge festival here in Houston. And, um, you know, we have some projects that we're going to put out after this. I have so many uh, ideas that I want to implement right here in the city and uh, I'm just excited man you know the biggest thing is I'm free for the first time in a long time 
as a, and as a grown, can we cuss on here? As a grown ass man, I'm free, you know, and I understand uh, a lot of things more clearly, you know, um, whether it's relationships with my wife or my mother, uh, friends, and able to, you know, to maneuver around those things and be okay with certain things that I didn't used to be okay with. Uh, and then knowing, truly knowing uh, what my purpose is. And so uh, and a lot of people don't have that, you know. He's been in Silver Street Studios in Houston, Texas, almost four years now. And to him, it's more than just a studio space. It's a place where other creators can come and create. And we can take uh, different kids and, and grown, grown men, black men, and bring them to this facility and they see the art on the wall and they see different uh, creators and it changes it changes that mindset that they have, you know what I mean? It just opens up everything. And I, I gain inspiration from this place over and over again, you know? And so, uh, it's important to be here, man. It's important to be here, it's important to be in the building uh, and kind of show other people our culture as well. J.O. knows he's been on a journey, but he credits it all to one place. Well, they say parents raised me, but PB made me like, like all of my history and my grit really comes from Prairie View, really comes from the hill, to be completely honest, man. I came from Pearland, which was a mixed bag of everything. But my, but my, my soul, my grip, my coolness, everything came from the hill. And so a lot of people complain on what uh, PB might not have or what other colleges might not have, but the resources are there. And if you can take those things and just put your, put your head down and just continue to drive through. Whatever you want to do, you can achieve that. And especially if you're a Prairie View uh, graduate, went to Prairie View, we got so many talented people you can reach out to who are willing to work with you. You just got to tell them where, what school you went to. You know what I'm saying? Reach out. And, uh, and, and, if the, and, and, and everything is really all about timing. If the timing is right. But you got to reach out first to see if, if the timing is right. But if the timing is right and you have a great idea, you know, reach out to these Prairie View alum and see what, how we can help each other and work uh, with each other. Uh, and it's that simple. If you work hard, you got a good idea, you bring something to the table, you know, things can be achieved. But you got to put in the work first because we're going to check out the resume, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J.O. Malone. If you're interested in attending the National Black Film Festival, check it out at nationalblackfilmfestival.com. And if you'd like to connect with J.O., I'll have his information in the show notes. And to Professor Benson, keep your head up. Our music is by Mark Henry Beats and image by Evan White. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TPYMPod and on Instagram at The People You Meet Pod. If you like this episode, be sure to leave a five-star review and tell your friends about us. We can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. I'm your host, Richard White, and thank you for listening.